basically went for a goal, scored against one of our good mates, Fred, and celebrated in his face. He looked me in the eyes. I remember to this day, looked me in the eyes, shouted in my face. going this is it i'm gonna start the podcast off with a crack of a popple by knocking all right you do that this is asmr you have to admit that was tasty that was pretty damn, that was pretty good this um, is the this is the blood orange one blood orange see i, wish they'd see, I think uh, my favorite has got to be caribbean crush like no joke that is my favorite i'll tell you what try that That's i've actually never nice. tried blood orange. i've seen it like i've seen it about but i just never <clears> tried that it. one's nice Pinky up as well. You alright? Don't drink it all, you twat. Give me the knocko! I'm not drinking, I'm drinking slow, alright? Man. Honestly, such a baby with these things. Jesus, these things fuel me for the day. You fucking hell, mate. Yeah, it's two past <laughs> like seven at night, but they fuel To be me for fair, the day. I've had like, this is, I've had seven coffees today, and I've had two scoops of pre workout. I think there's something. I'm gonna have a heart, heart attack. attack. Yeah. I'm gonna have a heart attack because every scoop is 300 milligrams of caffeine. Remember that. I think if I have to. two of them, that is 600. You need to dial down a bit, mate. Every ca- every coffee I have is every coffee is about 100. I think I think that's an average for coffee. 80, 100. <clears throat> Do you know what shocked that it shocked you as well? Me and Callum, <laughs> right? We are Starbucks fanatics. Oh God. When like that's how old was that. I? Like 16. The first one came to Chelmsford, maybe. He maybe got me earlier. into it as well. Oh my god, Java chip ice frappe. Oh my days. I know the exact story of when I tried the first ever Java chip frappe. It sounds sad, but honest to god, I remember it. Go on. So, you know my family friends, Emma and Amy? Yes. So, I was walking down Upminster High Street, no, Hornchurch High Street, right? There used to be this Starbucks on the side of the road. You used to have to cross over the traffic lights. I know exactly which one. We deliver just down the road. It's called Two Kitchens. Yeah. We deliver there. It's not there anymore because it got flooded or something. Yeah, yeah And yeah. I remember going in there and I used to get chocolate chip frappe, right? Just a chocolate chip. Plain, yeah. simple, right? But then Amy said to me, try what I get. Took a taste. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, after that, I just started getting them. My first one, I felt like jizz. I, like, um, I can't remember. Do you remember my first time? I don't remember your first. I remember time, my favorite, my favorite ever, Heathrow Airport. Yes, trust me. Hey, we Believe love Heathrow. Me on that. No, oh, it's mate. facts. though when we lit, it was when we did that thingy trip. They hit different when you're in an airport though, on oh, a plane. Don't. When you're having one, you got your bags, you got your rucksack. One hand, oh! one hand in your rucksack. You're walking down the fucking long, long walks to go to the thing. You got a Java chip in your hand. I think though, them little walks, I think are the best thing I've ever done in my life. I can tell you now. I've walked out right. These are these are my top three favorite walks. Right. Yeah. Walking out of a football stadium through the tunnel. Done yeah. That. Yeah. Love that. Then it's walking in towards a boxing ring. Done that. Love that. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. It's getting ready to go oh, on a flight, man. No. Oh! It's the fact that when you see your gate being called and you got a, like you're on the other side of the thing, you got some massive walk. You're like, yes, yeah, honestly. And you, you got to get on the trains as well. And yeah. you're walking past the planes, you're seeing everything. It's just so good. And the fact is, what I think is really weird is it's always dead. There's so many chairs, but they're never used. Oh, they're, they're never used, are they? I I've seen many people stay overnight in ho- in uh, airports though. Have you ever stayed overnight? No. 
Ooh. in a airport? I have. I um, my worst time. I was, I think I was like sixteen. Yeah. And my mum, my brother, and I, we all went to Scotland. Oh, and okay. mum read the gate wrong. I read it right. I was trying to tell her. She read it wrong. Ah, oh, she is right. She is wrong. You know how like the train could either go one way to one set or the other way to another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We obviously went the wrong way. Oh, okay. Missed the flight by f- ten minutes. They called Whoa. our name out as well. Yeah. It was that serious. Like, can the Owls family please come to gate <laughs> number twenty seven? Family, come in. Yeah, honestly, it was embarrassing. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so we done that and then turn around and we were like, great, missed the flight. So the next flight was at seven the next day. At this point, it was, I think it was like nine o'clock in the evening. So basically, we had to stay overnight in the airport and there were no hotels to put us up in. So it's a bit good. I mean, if it's nine, you got a flight at seven, may as well just stay. Like, I've stayed, I've stayed overnight, like twice. Why'd you stay? I've had to stay in another country. Now, that's different gravy. That what, is. in a hotel or in the airport? No, in the airport. Mad. Because the fact is, the floor is so hard. No, but it, and you don't feel the chairs. No, exactly. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't feel on the chairs. I think I was, one of them. I was young enough, so I'd, mum sat on one side, dad sat three seats on the other side, and I just laid across them. And then, but the other time, I was like, I was obviously quite big, and I, I literally put my uh, suitcase on the floor. I literally got put took my hoodie off, put my hoodie on the suitcase. I just fell asleep. Now, my favourite thing about you in the airport, right? You've got right. Tell the people about your traditions. I want to know about your your airport traditions, right? right? Airport I've traditions. got some. You've got some. Go through yours. I think ladies got to go first, so you got to go first. I got to think about mine. So I got so many. Lovely. I got so many. So, <clears throat> mine is. I think it's like a given rule. Anyone does it, unless it's like a two-hour flight or easy airport. You turn up three hours before, right? If it's a bigger airport, that's not enough. We know that. We got there six hours last time we went on the flight. You can even admit that. <laughs> like <laughs> if it's if it's a bigger airport. Four, four we, and a half hours. We do four hours if it's Heathrow or Gatwick. Yeah. If it's Stansted or anywhere else, we do three hours. Trust, 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 trust. So mine is get there. It depends how big the airport is. Get there a few hours before. I want to go through security, but I want to do security fast. <clears throat> do all the goodbyes and stuff outside. The minute I'm in the airport, I'm in holiday mode or like business yeah. mode, depending on where I'm going. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go through security. Do it quick, snappy. Alright, but I want to carry all my stuff in my bag. You know when you lay it down, you lay it down, then get your laptop and stuff out. Yeah. I don't mess about. It's already there. I just pop, pop, straight yeah. in. They send it Simples. through. Yeah, exactly. And then head through. And you know when you like walk through security, it's all like white walls. You come out, it's just like yeah. glory of duty yeah. free. Like, yeah, duty free. Man. You got to walk through duty free. When you walk in, right, I always go to the like cologne and stuff, like, perfumes and stuff. Go oh, over, I'm like, hmm, what should I do today? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that one, yeah, it smells nice. Smell it, you're like, hmm, maybe I want to hint at that one. Oh, yeah, you know what, hint at that. That's well, nice. when you get up early, it's like sometimes, most of the time, I actually just spray when I'm at duty-free because I forget. Cause That's when you're early, as a kid, I used to be so early, I used to go, duty-free, I used to go, shh, so I think that's just like, everyone does it. Yeah, it's I don't know anybody doesn't. And then you walk around the alcohol bit, yeah, thinking that you're going to buy something, but you don't. And then you start thinking about the gifts that you need to bring for people when you get back. So you're looking already, and you're like, oh, I'll do yeah. this on the way back. I yeah. don't know why I'm doing it now. But um, after that, I would run through to see like all the shops and stuff. And like you know how Stansted especially is like a straight like snake walk all the way around, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the main centre. Yeah. You'd stop off at like JD, just yeah. in case you forget some socks. Or your swimming yeah, trunks yeah, might yeah, get a pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd always forget something to buy something. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I've had to buy literally the entire uh, swim shorts and a towel. Mallorca. Where we yeah. met Yeah, I literally had to buy it in the airport. And I was like, why didn't you bring it? I was like, well, obviously I forgot it. I for- forgot yeah. it. Because JD's in Stansted yeah, Airport. Yeah, exactly. Oh, mate, honestly. The excuse is gone. Crack it open. Macaroni with the chicken strips. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Uh, yeah. <sighs> How's the tropical? How's the... For, for everyone who's like listening, thinking, what are we doing? This is the first time wearing headphones. Oh, oh, mate, that, that was dreadful. This is, like the, this is the first time we're wearing headphones while doing a podcast and we can hear yeah. ourselves. It's, it's quite booky. Go on, go on. I want to hear, oh. hear Airfall. <clears throat> so, I'll probably go to Spoons, get a drink of some food, nice and cheap, work it. Oh, spoons. And then I go straight to Starbucks for like five minutes before I need to get on my flight. Like, gate opens in like how many? So the minute I see gate pings... Starbucks, get my drink, there yep. you go. Yep, facts. Keep it, but you know how quick I drink a Starbucks? You, I drink it on the walk. He literally, one minute, one step, and he's like, gone. It's literally gone. I buy it for the plane. Yeah. I'll let drink. What? Sorry, we got interrupted. Yeah. Shut up, his, mom. His yeah. Shut up, mom. Shut up, mom. Mom, leave me alone, mom. So, Starbucks. I just inhaled it. It's your turn. You chat about your. Airport. You got any more suggestions? None on the plane, though. Ah, uh, yeah. On the plane, headphones in. Do you know what I used to? I used to have a superstition that I used to have to watch them do like the whole exit here, here, and here. Yeah, yeah. I used to have to watch that with the card in my hand, like looking over everyone, <laughs> tiny, or like looking out. I used to have to do it. Now I'm too cool to do that. I just sit there, headphones in, just like looking and just like yeah. What's going? Hello. Sorry, got interrupted again. Damn it, mum. Damn it, mum. Leave me alone. Just trying to build. So I think I'm 21 and my mum's still bothering me. Cool. Uh, I still live at home. Um, yeah. One year, people. One year, the middle out. Surely it's now your turn to explain it. Okay, fine. So you want to hear my... Yes, I've been wanting to hear this for the past five minutes. Okay, sure. It actually starts when I wake up. I won't lie. Well, yeah, now I wake up. Every single airplane I've ever been on, my entire outfit has to be brand spanking new. Sorry, I just wanna, I just wanna say something. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Sorry, I've got. So I bought these trousers off of Depop, right? Went into the side pockets. I felt this card, right? Bournemouth Pier, uh, Bournemouth Pavilion Theatre, Jimmy Carr, the best ultimate greatest hits. <laughs> I can tell no. you now, I've never been to watch Jimmy Carr. What? I wish I had. What? Fair play. How much were they? Like three quid? Yeah, they actually were three quid. Come <laughs> on. They're H&M as well. Oh, man. That's literally H. I get my cargoes from Asda. Because they do my size. I believe if you look good, you feel good. Carry on. Fact. Self, mate. It actually brings out self-confidence if you feel good. Cheers to that. When people trying to change and wear stuff just because other people were in it. No. Wear what you feel most comfortable Yeah, in. man. Anyway. Back onto the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. Better, better. You can still hear it, but okay, <laughs> only me and you can see this. <laughs> Callan's just trying to like 
before he was slamming his cup on the table. Now he's being a bit more like that. Now he's being a bit more general. <laughs> oh man, stop. Right. Explain your airport. Right. Well, no, it actually starts at home. So, every single airplane I've ever been on, before I've been on it, I've had to have every single bit of clothing brand spanking new. And that's every single fucking thing. Shoes. That's a, that's a rich boy flex. Jumpers. That's not even rich boy. That's just, I. it's just weird, but I just have to do it. But I just have to do it. Otherwise, I feel like the plane's going to crash and all this bollocks. If I don't do it, I'm going to die. Like It's weird, but I literally have to do it. That is a rich boy flex. Right? I still do it. I still do it. Like pants, socks, everything. How shoes. much do you spend on an air, like an airport outfit? Yeah, when I was younger, obviously I didn't spend it because I didn't have uh, enough money. But like, um, obviously now, like I just, uh, I just go wherever. My favorite shops are H and M. I like H and M. That's a. So you go. So right, your day starts. You wake up. H and M. Oh. What? My my protein order is coming later. Anyway. Touch. Yeah, so I literally just, I wake up, I get my brand new spanking clothes on, I go brush my teeth, go take a piss and maybe a shit if I need it. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to put all the detail there. Yeah. <laughs> How big is the shit? Big, small, little, constipated? Um, they're quite big, quite large. Quite large. Spend about only Is five... that from your, your pasta in the morning at 9am? <sighs> it's lethal. Mate, I was listening back to that podcast. That is still grim. Carry on. No way. I've got one ready in the fridge and everything for tomorrow morning. That is grim. <laughs> Carry on. So, um, obviously I got my bags, get in the car, get on the way to the airport. Soon as I get to the airport, get my rucksack on. And I have to hold both straps. It's weird, but I have to. Like you're going back to year seven. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. When I'm in the airport, I'm a totally different person. Because I'm all giddy. I've got my backpack. I'm holding literally both straps together like this. And I'm like, almost skipping along and shit. I'm so happy. Obviously, we've checked the bags in by now. And then we've got the tickets sorted. Passport's done. Going to security. Now, this is where it gets a bit weird. Because I'm actually scared of security. I get that. No, because I feel like sometimes when they pull you over, they just touch you up on purpose. Do you ever get a feeling that something's in your bag that shouldn't be in your bag, but you know there's right, nothing this in is where Right, this is where I've actually got a really bad story, because I, I left a work knife in my bag once. You're Stanley, I remember that. Yeah, and fuck me, I got so in trouble. I was like, honestly, I, I'm a coal merchant and I need it for work. I've left it in my bag. Take it, do whatever you have to. I'm, I swear, I don't know what that just is. Just don't give me the death penalty. They literally took me aside... Some manager guy come down with three security guards behind me. And I'm a big guy. Like, at the time, I was like a bit six, 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 seven. Yeah? And basically, they were literally like the same size as me. Off. Absolute bodybuilder style. And they literally said, like, honestly, mate, that's a serious crime. Like, you could get done for that. I was like, honestly, literally just... Hello, you're on our podcast. You, you, what, what do you want? What do you mean? You're on our podcast. What Say hi. Podcast? Is that Tom Mead? That's Tom Mead. Say hi, Tom Mead. Right. What do you mean you're on the podcast? Tom, do you want to be our guest next week? Well, thanks for the invite today, but yeah, go on in. Well, it's a two-man thing. We'll put three in it next time. We've only got two microphones. You could be our guest. You're our guest. It's called Biggie Smalls, not Big, Medium and Large, you dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, let me out again. See how it is. Oh, shut oh, up. Oh, shut up. Third interruption for today, ladies and gentlemen, but this will not happen again. Thank you.
That was Tom Mead. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a guest soon. All right. He's you can be a guest. We have no choice. He's just. You can hear from. Big we have ears. no choice. So we're gonna get him text later. It's just gonna be all dramatic. Speaking about airports, Mead Airlines. He's the. <laughs> he is the owner of Mead Airlines. If you haven't heard about it, it's you a, need to hear about it. It's a great company. His flights are amazing. His ears are big enough to last a long journey. I don't know if he can make it to Australia. Because obviously wind resistant with his ears, but our other friend is Fred X. He owns Fred X, another big literal, literal Fred X. Fred X. We're not even joking. Anyway, I've got like we we've had a bit of fun for the past like twenty twenty five minutes, right? Yeah. I got a serious question. I thought about this in the car. I had to write it down, okay. right? We'll hold. We'll hold up on the airport. <clears throat> yeah, airport can. Airport. airport I hope I'll hold. continue. I continue. There's been a delay, right? So. I want to know your thing about the circle of life. That's not like... I'm not talking about, like, eating shit. I'm talking about, like, what you think a human, what the government portrays for the circle of life to be, and, like, what you believe it should be. What the government portrays? Yeah. That's easy. Everyone knows that. Got then. Work nine to five. That's it. Go home, pay pay bills, pay taxes. Starting from newborn all the way through. What what the government portrays and then what you think of it? Well, obviously, you grow up with your parents. Well, from the government, they want you to grow up with your parents, go to school, and all schools teach you is how to do a nine to five job. That's pretty. That's what all it does. It's fact. Useful fucking sub, useless subject. Sorry, absolutely useless. And all I think it does, the government just wants same people just to work nine to five standard jobs. And I feel like if they keep you in that box, that's what you're gonna stay in, just a normal nine to five the rest of your life. Unless you pay nine to five, go home. Pay your bills, pay taxes every month or week or something when you get paid, and that is actually it. And some, a lot of people get stuck into that. And as you get older, obviously, you find a girl, find make your girlfriend, either have kids before or after marriage, get married, and that is actually it. And you start paying off your mortgage for the rest of your life, and then that's it. And the only things that come on the side is buying your own car, maybe buying a car, maybe, or little hobbies. But that is actually it. They just yeah, want you yeah, to absolutely. literally live a standard life. Now, when people go outside the box. That's where millionaires and billionaires come into place because they've done so. They've gone outside the box. They haven't listened to all the rules that the government portrays. Not all millionaires and billionaires, though. It's no, the like facts. Not all of them. Why? Some people like work a nine to five, work their way up in that nine to five. Do you know what I mean? Like you get, you start off as an employee, then become a like a uh, manager, like assistant manager, manager, uh, director, CEO, owner. Like they work their way up, don't they? Alright, sixty percent of people. You think? Sixty percent. I think it's lower than I think it's higher than that for I'd say like seventy five percent of people go through the nine to five work I think and then become CEO. I think, think sixty's around right and then forty percent goes around the thing. That's what I think personally, obviously <clears throat> that's my opinion. And then you got your opinion. What's your opinion then? My opinion. so I was like I'd say when I dropped out of uni is when I started thinking about that. Like, just before I dropped out of uni is when I started thinking like that. Where it's like... Because I've got an older sister, and I'm saying nothing bad against people who do this. My older sister done it. She's, like, the epitome of how the government wants you to live your life. Not, not necessarily the government, but, like, you see it in films. Yeah, no, I, I 100% know what you mean. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Like, she she grew up... Like, this is how, like, parents want you to do it. Some parents want you to do it. And I feel like because my older sister done it, I had to do it. It's like she 
went to school, she got good grades, moved on, like, good in her sats, that's, like, the primary school stuff, moved into high school, got good grades in high school, moved on to sixth form, got good grades in sixth form, went to university, done three years, then done a master's, and then left university with a degree that she she was never going to use in the real life. Like, she could use it, but it would be difficult to use. And then she got a nine-to-five job, doing something completely different to her degree, had a kid, got married, having another kid soon. Like, people, some people, that is just what they want to do. And I respect that. I respect that entirely. But it was when I dropped out of uni, when I started to realise that that's where it's different. Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just... With me, it's like, I just don't want to be stuck in the normal nine-to-five job basis for the rest yeah, of my life. Yeah, trust me. I think it's boring. <clears throat> Personally, it's boring. It is boring. There's like... I don't know if it relates. I might sound stupid me thinking this, but introverts and extroverts, where obviously like we went to school, I studied this stuff. I wasn't the smartest kid at mm. all, but like I feel like an introvert is someone who likes to stay indoors. But for me, I don't know if this is right or wrong. Where it's like they they just want to be comfortable. I feel like yeah. that's what an introvert is. And a an lot extrovert of, is someone who is, wants to be out there, yeah, you know. Yeah, and I feel like it's the it's the fewer percent of extroverts who just want to do stuff and do stuff different I want to break the norm now I that don't want to be that pretty much breaks down as 60 to 40 or 75 <laughs> to 25 percent of people yeah yeah because billionaires or millionaires I say they're never comfortable <coughs> their whole basis is keeping themselves busy keeping themselves stressed so they can make more money learn more and the fact is when people want to be comfortable that's just that's just normal 9 to 5 people so they yeah. don't want no stress people don't like stress stress is not a nice thing I'm not saying it's a nice thing because it's fucking not. It's horrible. And but all like that you, sort of mental stuff. You saying it's like the millionaires and billionaires that do that. It's not just them. Because I know a fair few people who aren't millionaires and billionaires. I like, what, I know maybe three billionaires. Uh, millionaires, sorry. I don't know any billionaires. The people that I know who are breaking out the norm might become a billionaire, might become a millionaire. I never know. But they, they're also people who like take the risk of quitting their nine to five job to pursue something that they want to do that isn't nine to five that's the extrovert <clears throat> yeah but like where you're saying it's millionaires and billionaires it, is, it could be someone who has 100 pounds to their name it could be someone who's got a quid to their name and they just go do it that to me is like as, as if someone breaks out the norm i've got more respect for you trying something different and breaking out the norm of you don't want to get a friend because you don't want to get married yet you don't like you're quitting your nine to five because you don't want to do your nine to five. You want to pursue something different. I've got more respect for someone who does that than someone who turns around and says, I'm a billionaire because I'm a CEO of this tech company. You know what I mean? That's how most of them betray themselves. So. And they <laughs> and all they ever talk about is themselves and they big themselves up how they've done this, they've made it, blah, 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 mm. whatever. Yeah. But it's like when I, when I left uni, there was like a panic thinking like, oh, now it's like, have I done my parents wrong? I've left uni. Are they going to think that I'm, I'm not going to know what I want to do with life? Since I left uni, like what? I've started a business. hasn't necessarily flopped, but it's slowed down. I've taken up boxing. I'm going to be a national boxer. I have started this new project, this podcast. <clears throat> I've got into social media marketing. I've got a new job somewhere where I enjoyed it. I've got a, like a supervisor role. I've done more things outside of going to uni than I did inside. In uni, I was gaining debt, sleeping too often. It prepared me nothing for the real world. Three months of uni, I could kick out of that real easy. Three years of uni, 
how you can suddenly shake that off yeah. and go out into the real world. Yeah. I don't know. And they sort of just throw you at it, don't they? Yeah, they just throw you into it. Like, you were lucky. You had your dad's <clears throat> your dad's business to kind of go straight into and get used to work. And you were already working through college. It's like you just went and done it. You I was working through it. primary school. Exactly. I was working like, my whole life. You were used well. to it. You went out and done it. But for someone who doesn't have that, to go from secondary school to college, finish college, just like, not go uni, just get thrown into the real world. You've got to get a job. But a lot of people just go straight out, work at Tesco's. And that's that. They, they're settled with Tesco's. It's the very few percentage of people that come out of Tesco's and go into something that they actually want to do. Mm. No one, like... I never knew what I wanted to do. My brother's doing it right now. He's 17. He doesn't know what he wants to do. But uni is like, I'm going to go uni. Because that's something for yeah. people to do. Uni just sounds like the right option for no reason. Well, do you want me to tell you, saying <clears throat> that, this is quite interesting because my mum... You saying all this stuff, yeah? She obviously did the high school stuff, and if she chose to drop out, do you want to know why she runs ten offices around the UK? Why she's literally one of the four main owners of the company? Please tell me she took a risk. Took a risk. Love that. Do you, Big do you know what? Do you know what her first job was? What? She used to pick fruit. Really? During high school, yeah, she used to be a, one of the things in the <clears> main like streets. Then, as soon as she left school, she goes right. How am I going to make it big? She's actually told me the story. How am I going to make it big? I want to be like a director of an insurance company. Mm. Go to an insurance company. Obviously, them jobs are never just thrown at you. Like, they never are. So what she said was, right, I'm going to start the last point. She started in the mailroom. And <coughs> over the years, she would literally do uh, extra six hours of work, even though she'd done 10-hour work, just to prove to her boss that she could do something else. And then she proved to him that she can do something else. So she just went up the ladder over the past 30 years. And that's how she got her director job now. And I like, think if these kids <coughs> nowadays want to do get into a really big company or like a lawyer firm, insurance, any sort of, anything to do with that sort of office stuff, a good way is to start from the bottom. Just yeah, make your yeah, way fully. up. Like you got, you got to prove, if you prove to your boss, if you prove to the big boys at the top that you're willing to work... I don't see no reason why they won't just generally solely do it. If you prove to someone that you're willing to do the work, it's going to pay off. It's, it's facts. It's going to pay off. There's one thing that I'd say to anyone, if someone's listening or like to you, to me, yeah. one thing I'd say to anyone, if they want to do something, go for it, but always have a motivation to do it. Like that could, that could literally be money because you want a better life in the future. Do you want a better life now? Because you want to make change yeah. in the world, like any anything that can motivate you. It could be something tiny that could just be like, I don't know, just you want to you want to create better for your family. It can literally be your motivation is you just want to be a little <coughs> bit happier, yeah. happier to live day by day. Like <clears throat> I've always, if you want to do something, have motivation behind it, and you'll never fail. Yeah, I I've heard that so much, and I've from you, and I think that's so true, especially from my people. And actually, I've got a little thing about that because I want to say something as well. Because personally, if you want to do something like that, you just said you want to do your dream job. Maybe let's say it's that you want to do your dream job. <coughs> you want to be successful, or so if you want to be successful in the future. The thing that most people get stuck with is what do I do? Where do I go? How do I do it? What the do first I start? Step. Now, I think personally, what they should do, in my opinion, is literally create a plan. It may say you may not know exactly what. 
but little, little, little bits will actually help them so much because they got to look at what firms they can actually do, what stuff they can learn. Because you can literally learn anything on Google. Let's face it, you can. Yeah, yeah. This is what I was saying right. to you, like the whole plan thing. You know, when I said to you, what are the three things that you're good at? Name the three things you're good at. Yeah. That me saying that to you. That's what you need. That's a plan. That caught me off guard. That really caught me off but guard. But that's a plan, isn't it? I've heard that from like, oh, I listen to podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. Hearing that from someone who says like, every billionaire has said, three things you're good at, surround yourself by those three things. That's what you're good at. That's what you're going to succeed at. Yeah, like, definitely. <clears throat> that's why I had so many, I've had so many ideas. I've trialed so many different things. And it's not necessarily to make money. It's to make a better life for myself and people around me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's your motivation. Yeah, that is my motivation. I want to do things because, like, I'm a creative guy. I've started this podcast. <laughs> hey, Sean. I've started this podcast to be creative. Like, I, it's just what I'm good at. But it's like surround yourself with those three things, live by those three things, and you'll succeed doing those three things. Yeah, definitely. That's just how it is. And if yeah. you always live by that, and if you live by little things like that, you'll succeed. And I believe that, like, if someone told me three things that they're good at and they want to concentrate at. I believe that they'll succeed straight off. Whether it's the small fit, whether it's a small, small thing, or whether it's a massive thing that they're going to strive to do, you could do it easy. As long as you stick by three things, you keep the motivation there, you're good. I'm not a successful guy. Yeah. <clears throat> Someone might look at me and say I'm not successful. But within myself, at this moment, success is coming my way. And there's like it's a ladder form. Start yeah. the bottom, work your yeah. way up. Definitely. And keep working. If you believe you're going to keep going up, you're going to keep going up. Don't yeah. let yourself go back down. If you go back down, go back up again. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. I just think, the fact that I've said to, I've said it to, I've said it to my mum and dad, and I've said it to people at work, and they've actually laughed at me. I said to them straight up, I was like, I'm going to be successful. I'm sorry, I'm going to be successful. And the reason is, I'm going to be successful compared to other people. Because I've got a lot of mates that text me saying, I wish I had this, I wish I had this massive like, house, I wish I had this great car, and I can change one word out of that, it's going to make me different from them. And that is, I'm going to get that. Yes, I'm sir. going to have that. Yes, sir. And the fact is, I've kept this mentality, and I know if you, anyone, if you have this mentality, you're going to get it. Mate, mentality is everything. And the fact is, failure, <clears throat> I think I've got to go through failure first. And that is the thing that if I go through, if I uh, pursue through failure, if I get through my failure, it's just the uh, only way to go up and that is go up the ladder. Yeah. Success. That's that's what it is. And that's the best way I want to, that's the best way I've ever learned anything and that is through failure. Like yesterday at Fact. work, I actually had the biggest test of my career probably. What's that? My tyre blew out. I almost got run over twice by two lorries. Almost killed me. I'm going to be honest. And um, I barely kept the van I control, almost rolled it. And then I literally thought to myself in that moment, like, what do I do? What do I do? Everything's went blank. And I was like, right, I've got to get myself under control. I've got to control the vehicle or I'm literally fucking dead. Two white eggs were going up and they could have fucking killed me. But I was like, right, let me control the steering. I've got the steering on control. Start pressing brake lightly. And I got managed to get the vehicle safely to the left. It was literally by a few inches that I almost got fucking crushed Mad. and I think if you, as you put your, as soon as you get yourself in that moment it's so much more different compared to what people think yeah, 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 so when you get it. chucked into a moment first thing with people is panic and they start getting a lot of emotional they start getting angry a lot of emotions go through but if you calm yourself 
and you start to think, right, how am I going to fix this moment? That's the thing I think people got to start realising is if you've got a problem or you're actually about to go through something and it's literally out of nowhere, you're not prepared, just calm yourself and think, right, how can I fix this? Yeah. How can I sort myself in this moment to make sure I get through this and I succeed? That's what everyone says. If you get a knock, how can you make it? <clears throat> how can you make it a plus? And that's turn how you, and turn and a that's negative into a positive. As well. And that's where I bring it into success. Yeah, that's why yeah, I think yeah, that's fully. what's with success as well. So going on to success, right? I want to take it back to the three things you're good at. Can you, off the top of your head, right now, name those three things? Yes. Go for it. Tell me. Fitness. Yeah. Sport. Yeah. Business. Business. Right, if you had to change fitness or sport, let's tie them in together. Fitness and sport is one thing, add one more. So you've got business, sport, and fitness is one. What's the last thing? Independent. Independent. Yeah. Easy. Those three things, what can you turn it into? That's what you don't have to yeah. say it. Yeah, that's like, all you got to yeah, think. Definitely. Right, anyone who's listening, think those three things. Now think, once you've got those three things, don't think too hard. That's the one thing I told you. Think off the top of your head quick. That's it. Those three first three things that come to you, stick with it. They are yeah. your three things. They're the first yeah. things you thought of. Don't overthink it. That's the worst thing you could do because then you're trying to think of something that you want to be. Yeah. That's always good. Yeah. Write that next to it. Have the three things you're good at now. Have like another two things that you might be like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to be. Or even go up to <coughs> a friend and say, ask me exactly what I'm about to tell you and say to your friend, what three things are you good at? And tell them not to just say three things, don't even think. As soon as they say it, get it to do it to you, saying you've literally been put on the spot and yeah. then you're actually been tested. Once you've thought of those three things, the <coughs> next thing you want to do is think about how you can turn those three things into your success story. Mine, so my three, mine was, uh, I'm going to sport, motivation, and my work ethic. Yes. They're, they're my three things. If I want to work for something, I will work for it. I will keep myself motivated and sport, I've just been, generally, that's just what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm good at. Those three things I thought of, how can I make that into, like, my success story? There's many ways I could do that. I'll, I'll share mine because, like, I believe, like, like, me sharing it will help me get to it. Yeah, bro, I'll go for it. <clears throat> I want to create a gym and a safe space for sport. Yes, sir. That's I what I want to do. I wrote that. But I also want to be good at sport. Yeah. I want to be good at a sport or the sports and I want to create stuff around that so do you want to create a name for your gym is that what you're trying to do because obviously you want a gym you want to be able to say I own a gym this is mine like, I've been able to create this but you also want to be a professional boxer <laughs> let's say I've got so you, you know say, you know my name for the gym I don't want to share that just in case someone might be quicker than me I don't have the money right now to fund it I will get the money to fund it and that will come with time and effort my one thing that I'm bad at is rushing stuff I don't want to rush stuff I want to time it to perfection to make it the best thing I want to make it and I'm going to work for it. That's where my work of it comes in. On the side, my little note on the side, I believe I'm good at it. I want to work at it for the future. Creativity. Yes. I'm a creative guy and another thing like below it, passion. Creativity and passion. Yeah. If I had five things, that'd be my five. Yeah. Hard work, so work ethic, motivation, sport, creativity, passion. They're yeah, my five definitely. things. If definitely. I stuck with them five things, I will create and I will go big. Strong. And I will make success. Strong, mate. So gym, boxing, and then create like little social media parts on the side of it. I want to inspire people. That's like my whole thing. 
Yeah, it's a good mentality to have, mate. That <clears throat> That's just what I want to do. Good mentality, that is. But I don't want to share my idea with what I want to do surrounding the gym. No, I don't want to share yeah, nothing yeah. else. Keep it to yourself, mate. Keep it to yourself. Because I'm, I'm like, my accessories being written. I'm a small-time guy compared to people who have money to start funding for this stuff. I've just got to work now to be able to fund for it later. But I'm going to take the risk, hopefully within the year, take the risk to start doing that. That's what I believe in. Just follow step by step. Do one thing at a time. As much as like I say, take the leap, like I said before, take the leap and do it. Do it within time and when you believe you can do it. Because yes. if you just go do it with no money, let's think realistic. Do it with no money, you're going to get nowhere. Have a plan. Have a plan. What you said, have a plan, go do it. That's what it is. What's, what's your goal? Can you share your goal? My goal, what for? <clears throat> life what what's your life. success story what do you believe with your three things is your success story i want to be able to i want to be successful i've, I've said this earlier but I, I didn't say reason why so what are your three things again go through that fitness independent oh, i can't fucking remember business business, that's business. It. i remember yeah. yours don't don't stress and um I said earlier, obviously, I want to be successful. Now, there's many questions you ask. How, why, what, where. And the main thing is, I want to be able to make people around me benefit from it. I'm not going to lie. Because if I set myself up, if I create an industry of, of being successful, then I'm going to make the other people around my life that have ever, always been in my circle since day one, they're going to be successful too. Because I'm going to make them successful. Love. That's what I think. That's literally my drive because that's all I fucking ever wanted. That's all I've ever wanted. I've worked so fucking hard and I'm starting to realise as soon as I'm successful, I'm going to benefit everyone else. I'm going to benefit them no matter what. People have made sacrifices even now and literally I've never forgotten that. Even the littlest thing of getting a drink and that isn't even like a joke. Like I'm going to make everyone around me successful. That's one thing I learned in school. Like obviously like I haven't told the story on the podcast enough like that, so not many people know, but when we were at school, we had a, not falling out, but I was just a bit of a prick. I left the group. He messed with me, mate. Yeah. I left the group, and I realised, don't leave your homies. I realised that. There are real now, people out there. Now, don't go for the fake. Why did you realise? There's one line that you got told by someone who said it to your face. Oh, you're not a good friend. Oh, Tell me about that. Tell me about that. Because you've actually, I didn't realise how much that impacted you. <laughs> I won't lie. Basically, I'm going to tell the story real quick of like, so going back to that, I realised at school, don't leave your friends, the the true people, if you leave them, it will kick you in the ass and you'll feel like a proper prick. Do not leave the people who are true to you and go to fake people because the fake people will not be true to you. The people who I left all my guys for, they're no longer mates, they're no longer chatting, they're like in twos, they've got their, their close mates, but the people that I left them for... It, it was not worth it. I'm back with the boys now. Callum, Facts. Tom, Fred, Preach. I'm back with the boys now. Preach. I've been back for, with them for years. Just saying that. Anyway, so the story was, I was a kid who was hunting popularity just because I was a little prick. There was a little group of boys. They used to be a popular group. <coughs> they used to be in front of the sports hall. Trav would literally run into the middle of it and go, hi guys. I didn't do that. You but did, you, <laughs> did, you did. I don't that. remember that. But um, <laughs> no, I was a kid who's hunting popularity. I just wanted to be liked because I'm that sort of dickhead. I was that sort of like, yeah, it's like, I want to say materialistic because that's sort of what, that's one way of describing it. Yeah. Don't do that. 
do not do that. If you're listening, you do that. Stop. Just be with the people that are true. Popularity and all that. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. Basically, we went away to Normandy and uh, we were playing football and I was trying to be with the cool kids because we weren't the cool kids. He was a proper dick, I'm going to say. Yeah, I was. A proper dick. Uh, I was trying to show off in front of all these people and basically went for a goal, scored against one of our good mates, Fred, and celebrated in his face. He looked me in the eyes. I remember to this day, looked me in the eyes, shouted in my face, you're not a good friend. That right there struck home. But people are going to think this is not a big deal, but it actually is. The minute the minute someone does that to your face, who has been your friend since however long you can remember, that is where... And he's true. He's a true person. And he's true to you, and you were always true to him. And you've left him, and he said that to you. You will realise that you have fucked up big time. Big time. Because that's when stuff clicks... And you realise you have not been true to yourself and you've not been true to others and you then want to sort shit out. That is the that is the time I realised that I had fucked up big time and that is why I will never fuck up again. Preach. Big time, remember. Preach. But, yeah, going back to like how you were like, you want to make others succeed around you. I want to make the people who have been surrounded by me and I've been surrounded by them succeed because they've given me stuff and I want to give them back, whether that's just their presence or whether yeah, that's actual definitely. actual presence, yeah. I will give that back. I will not stand yeah, around. Yeah, I will definitely. give that back. That is what I believe in. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hundred percent sure. And the fact is, obviously, we all know money comes and go. And the fact is, people think everyone. If you don't have like a lot of money, <coughs> then you think money just makes it's just what makes you happy. But it's actually not. It really isn't. No. Like, let's face it. It's really not. People Full think fact. it is. They don't have much of it. And that's all the human, like, humankind want. And they, oh, nothing. Unfortunately. Enough, enough is never enough. Unfortunately, enough money is will, never enough. Money makes the world turn around. It does. You need a good amount of it. But if you, you need have, money to do if you stuff. have a point where you literally start to worry about anything, you have no drive to get anything, even if it's a pair of fucking socks, like, you literally are not happy. I want to I wanna ask you a question, right? Do you think money buys happiness? No. 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 <clears throat> See, I'm not a... Uh, my thing, I don't believe money buys happiness. Money can influence happiness. Yeah. Now, what I mean by that is, the more money you get, the less stress there is about worrying about money, but the more problems there can become. And the more you can... People are ruled by social media. You post something on social media that makes you look happy, you might be on a jet ski because you can afford a jet ski. Yeah. doesn't mean they're happy. That doesn't yeah. mean that someone's happy if they're posting on the jet ski, if they're posting on the top of the Burj Khalifa, like, because they can afford it. That doesn't make someone happy because they could go home the next day and they could be they could be sad because they've got sudden debts coming up. They could lose their money, bankruptcy. It could be something as small as, like, someone in the family going to pass away, unfortunately. Like, there could be something else. You are never going to be happy hunting for money. And when you get that, like, you might get the money... It will not make you happy. It will influence your happiness. Mm, That's what I believe by that. I might not have worded it right. That might be a bit harsh. No, it's it's facts. Yeah, but that's just how I I see it. Really agree. But I don't come from money, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, course. But I mean, if if you believe that money, money buys happiness, fair play to you. Got respect. 
everyone's got opinions yeah. fair play this whole thing this whole podcast is appear like it's opinions mine and Callum's opinions that's all it is so if anyone gets hurt by anything we say we're sorry it's all opinions everyone's got their own opinion speak your own opinion we'll love to hear your opinion I don't want to cause no arguments with any any topic we fucking touch on opinions are opinions free talk that's what a podcast is to me we have a voice we're just trying to speak it. exactly people might agree with us everyone has a voice everyone has a voice and unfortunately I'm... Boris Johnson has one too <laughs> wanker <laughs> I'm joking but uh, nah I want to move on to something that's like not as hard hitting right okay. could be for you actually okay I want to touch on so we've spoken about success goals and stuff like that yeah I want to talk about minimal goals throughout from now until 2022 end of 2022 what is a goal for you a goal for me just name one goal and if it's not the goal I'm thinking of I'm going to name another <laughs> okay um... <clears throat> message that's my phone uh, my laptop don't worry oh, I was going to say go one goal um, I want to be able to deadlift 210 kilos that is a good goal right sweet that's what I want I've got a challenge for you you don't have to accept it Okay. But it would I'm not trying to toot my own horn or nothing, but it'd suit you more than it would suit me. Because you'd start to look different. If you accept this challenge, right, from the sixteenth of September, I want you to take one photo every single day doing the same pose in the same background. The background will change actually. Doing the same pose every single day. From now till next year. And you can't miss a day. From now till next year. From now till next day. Uh, next year. All you got to do with those photos, pop them in an album, never look at them. You can look at them if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But never look at them. Okay. Just do that for the whole year. You accept. I accept. Album in your phone. Do not lose that album. Back it up. I cloud it. Because by the end of the year, I want to do something magical. Alright. Deal? You do the same. Me? Mine's not going to look much different, I'll do it. Yeah, but you got to change box in different I'll ways. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Right, done. Mine's going to look like up and down. <coughs> I'm going to look big next week, I'm going to look skinny, then big again. I'm not cutting at all. I'm bulking you the entire time. See, I just want to, I just want to like, I don't know, it intrigues me because, this, I, I've, I've told you about this. There's something called big, yeah? Mm. Bodybuilders do it. Mm. I've, I've had it, you've probably had it. I feel like any, anyone can have it. It's when you look at your appearance. Body dysmorphia. Yeah, and it doesn't look the same as what you want it to look. I suffer from that every fucking day of my life. Everyone does. I never know what I look like now. I'm not going to lie. Every mirror, I look different. I look fat. I look skinny. (coughs) I look unproportioned. Every mirror is different. I'm fed up of looking myself in the mirror. Yeah, trust me. I actually am. Even in camera, like... Yeah. The lighting changes the difference. Makes such a difference, and that is true. I'm so fed off of it now. And you can, it's all about mentality as well. Like one, one, one day you're looking at yourself, you're like, yeah, I look good. Next day you're like, oh my God, I look shit. But nothing's changed. You ain't done I mean, nothing that's different. That's the thing. I work out six times a week, literally. Yeah, and if I hit, I hit legs yesterday, but my body looked great and my legs looked shit. And I hit uh, back and chest today, but my legs looked great and my upper body looked shit. Do you understand what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. so weird and confusing. You just don't know. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I don't think I don't think that's talked talked about enough. Facts, facts. There's a lot of people who are, who are out there like struggle with looking at it. Like I struggled. You you might have struggled. The greatest um, 
one of the greatest of all time, the classic physiques, Chris Plumstead, he suffers from it. He's got one of the best physiques ever known. This is why a lot of people like, keep using steroids, keep working out all the time. Like It's where you look at yourself, you feel big, but you feel like you don't look big. <clears throat> so you go again. Well, you got a vision. You're not literally. You're never gonna be good. Nothing's ever enough. That's nah. and that's why people get so addicted because enough is never enough. Like I, I, I'm <coughs> strong. I'm not strong, but compared to what I was five months ago, it's a difference. But I still feel fucking weak as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I'm not strong at all compared to what I was doing five months ago. Like I was 95 kilos nine, nine months ago. I'm almost 111 kilos now. One thing I want to chat about quick is so like still around that where you said like you you don't feel strong now but compared to five months ago you are me and Callum done the 72 day challenge hard was it 72? 75 75 whatever 75 hard challenge through March and April yeah thought we'd give it a go it's during like a lockdown that we were in back in the UK thought we'd give it a go is basically do two workouts. Some people have heard of it. Heard of it. Some people haven't. Yeah, it's hard COVID, so we only have body weight stuff as well. Yeah, basically do two forty-five minute workouts, just one hour and a half. You got to read. Uh, I think it's like five pages of the book. Eat healthy, no alcohol, nothing like that. All all that sort of stuff surrounding fitness and mental health. So we thought, you know what, we give it a go because we're in lockdown. It's easy to commit to at the moment because we haven't got work commitments. We used to all have, uh, we both did to be fair. Yeah, but it was just a lot easier to do. Um. So, to convert at the start, to convert at the end, it's until that point, that's when you see the difference. Yeah. But even feeling the difference, when you started, you could barely do one pull-up. I could barely do, like, I think it was, like, three pull-ups. Yeah. By the end of it, we were doing sets of ten, like, ten sets, ten, uh, ten reps, ten sets, and all that. Yeah, but at the end, we still felt like we didn't, we, it wasn't good. It wasn't Fully. enough. Fully. You couldn't do muscle at the start of it, and then you started doing <laughs> sets of, like, three muscle-ups at once. Yeah. It's it just never felt enough, and it we knew it was enough. It never felt enough. Where I'm going with this whole topic is, if you need it, talk to someone about it. The best thing is to shake someone else out there is feeling the exact same. Talk to someone about it. Every single person that works out <clears> goes <throat> through this. Yeah, it will feel the, and the same. best thing. I've actually been asked this so many times, and I've said best thing to do once every every uh, Saturday. Take a picture of yourself once a week. Hey, don't look at it. Let's you take it and then like, okay. And every three months, have a look. Fact. And they come up to me three months later, like, oh yeah, you were right and shit. And I was like, well, that's it's the only way of seeing difference. Because you see your body every day. You're in. You're literally are your body, and you're not gonna see the difference because you see it every time, every, every hour. That's another thing I want to put put that's in my why. gym. My that, gym that, 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 that's, right that, that's literally why you don't see any difference because you literally see it every fucking second. If anyone is listening to this and they want support or want to chat to someone and they don't want to chat to their friends, DM me or Callum and we'll chat to you about it. Because obviously we've gone through this. Everyone, like, like Callum said, everyone who goes to the gym will go through this. It's a real thing. People go through it. If you want to chat to someone about it, you can always chat to us. Or we can send you to the right people to chat to about it or chat to your friends about it. Like The best um, thing to do is chat to someone else about it because they're on the same level. Everyone at the gym is on the same level. Mental awareness. <clears throat> that's what it is and that's another thing I want to bring to my gym that that right there is what is missing in franchise gyms and I hate it yeah it's, there's so many different things that's wrong with it I'm, 
And it's just like, it's so hard to stop it, but our personal gyms, it's a bit easier, bro. Yeah. Like smaller commercials gyms, smaller and community. public gyms are so, like, hard. Because the basic instinct is you feel like you're getting judged every fucking second. Oh, everyone yeah. looking at everyone, let's face it, even if you're a girl, you just generally either, you're just looking around because you're bored, you wait for your set to finish, you'll rest, or you just want to look at what everyone else is doing. When I'm at the gym, I do feel awkward looking around. <coughs> Because when you look around, you see a girl, you're like, oh, no, I don't want to think that I'm staring at her. Oh, you know, right. so, oh, yeah, that's a great wall. Oh, that floor is <laughs> yeah. amazing. Oh, the lights have changed. <laughs> you're like, the fact is, they make all these TikTok saying when you walk past the boy just so they keep their head up and down. I'm like, we're doing it to respect you. Yeah. So don't like start mugging us off like that. I will look at a guy the same way I look at the girl when I'm at the gym, and that's with no intent, you're just looking around. I'm not going to stare at myself in the mirror for yeah. hours. Like, when you're doing a machine, you're not going to stare at your arms for hours. You're going to look up and yeah. look around. Like, you just want to. It's concentrating on something else. Your mind doesn't think. Everyone does the same thing. Yeah. Your mind just doesn't think when you're at the Everyone's gym. just... Cu- no, that's the thing. Though. Everyone is the same. They're just curious of what everyone's doing. One you thing are. I will never do at the gym is hit on someone. Facts. I've never done it and I never will. I've been approached at the gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been hit on at the gym. But I never want to... I will never, ever hit, hit on someone at the gym. I've heard so many girls say, like, I'm at the gym to work out. That's it. The reason why, that's the reason why I don't ever, I've never said to myself, I never go up to a girl, ever, just because they're there for a reason, they're there to work out, they get their shit done and go. If they're there so to why, pull, if they come up to, they come up to you, it's different gravy, but if a girl's there with the headphones in, she just concentrates, leave her. I'm still like, uh, if I'm at the gym and someone comes up to me to hit on me, or flirt or whatever. It's different if they come up to you. It's no, so I'm still like, no, don't talk to me. If you're, here to, if you're here to ask a general question about a bit of equipment, or like, what you think I should do, what's my opinion on this, fine, I'll chat to you. I will, I will say what I think about it, what, yeah. like, all I this different stuff, get, but if I you're there get, to sort yeah. of flirt and hit on me, yeah. or ask my number, nah, 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 no thanks. Yeah. I only ever get thinking. asked, I only ever get asked for help or a spot. So some girls ask for a spot and I give them a spot, I'll be so respectful. Like, I literally, will, like, I literally, <coughs> I literally, if a girl asks me a spot, I'm literally just there to just help her get the bar up. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I won't touch anything unless she's literally struggling. And if a girl needs any advice, obviously, I've only been approached a couple of times. Girl or guy. I'll give my just, personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's not what I think's best. It's just what I think my personal opinion on a proper performance and what they should do. Mm. So at the end of the day, it's what's best for you, not what you... She said, uh, oh, you know, I see a guy doing that, but I obviously, I, I can't do that. Everyone's like, different. Make it easier for yourself. Don't yeah. do what he's doing. He's obviously bigger, stronger. I'm not trying to be harsh on anything, but you've got to do at your level and your pace, and that's how you're going to progress. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people like, it doesn't annoy me, <clears throat> but it like, it makes me look twice. Is when I see someone who you think like shouldn't be lifted, when they put it max on the machine, you like, Ego lifters. Yeah, you're going to hurt something. There's no point in trying to lift the heaviest thing if you could do it once. Ego lifters, yeah. I've had to say someone at the gym, actually. Have you? Yeah, because they fucking thought they could do 100 kilos and literally straight away just fucking crushed them. I literally ran over like fucking a dog. But that's like a 16-year-old's mentality. When I was 16, I went to sweat gym in Chelmsford. I'd done the exact same thing. Put the uh, leg press 144, done it once. I was like, yeah, I could do that. That was easy. Yeah. What did I gain from it? I gained nothing. My head just went, Phew. yeah, it's sick. Every every Big 16 man. to 18 year old at a gym, they're always in groups of three or plus and they're always <clears> at the bench press or doing arms. That's literally all they do. Obviously, it's not everyone, but I know what you mean. It's a lot of people. 
But like, I was one of them kids. I didn't have the gym. Oh, knowledge. you know, look, end of the day, it's just they've got to do what I do. That's what gyms need to provide. Gym. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but that's what gyms need to provide. Gym knowledge, of like, like they they do like the little. This is the gym. Welcome. This is how you use this. Like, but it needs to be gym knowledge. If you see a kid who is sixteen who hasn't fully developed muscles yet, like their their muscles, they're still growing. It depends if you're me. Hopefully, you're still growing. If you can improve someone's form, definitely do it. Yeah. But like I feel I like always accept advice, always. But that's not at open gyms. That is not at a pure gym or a the gym. That's not at. A... I've had I've had so many guys come up to me and give me advice, and I've literally said, they did go and said, "I'm not trying to be rude." I'm like, "No, any advice, <laughs> tell me get better. I will take." Honestly. That's what I want to surround. Like obviously, I'm giving my gym ideas away here, but yeah. it's, it's quality gold here, man. Quality gold, you know. It's like we're lying. Right, look, I'm not gonna name my gym. I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna surround my gym with. So it's gonna be. I want to touch on helpful content within the gym, putting the right people, the right PTs, and the right, yeah, right people, right PTs into the gym. I'm going to make it so it's like, you know about this. I want it to be something where you have a reason to go. Not to take a mirror selfie, not to say that you go to the gym because it's like an upper class gym. I want it to be a gym that you go to because you want to start seeing success. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to surround my gym with. Yeah, you're not just there to look pretty. <clears throat> nah. And then the last one is I want. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, just everything's bugging me. <laughs> and the last one, I want it to be a safe place for everyone to talk to each other, to help each other out. Yeah. Whether that is with the whole mental side of the guy big, body dysmorphia, or whether that's to say hey maybe don't lift that heavy lift a bit lighter then build up or yeah. if it's change your form this way like that's what i wanted to be because when i was 16 i had nothing like that i went yeah. to a normal franchise commercial gym that everyone else went to everyone went there done their hour two hours three hours however long they were in there went home that's it was changing rooms showers that's it but i wanted i wanted to be more like a close-knit community where it's like everyone could chat to everyone everyone listens to everyone and people can like help each other out but I don't want it to be egos that's the one thing I hate at a gym an ego someone's like you're doing that wrong then tells the next person you're doing that wrong it shouldn't be you're doing that wrong it should be try it this way that's what I want it to be I don't want it to be like everyone's coaching everyone I want it to be like and not looking around lurking I want it to be like maybe using the machine you take a little spot and you're like they've done that twice now Maybe just so they don't pull something, I'll quickly just go over and just say, hey, look, maybe try, like, fully extend and then bring it back up. Just, like, be careful with your muscles. Like, yeah. that's just what yeah, it is. Yeah, the thing that annoys me the most is when I see people laughing at other people. Yeah, fully. Bugs me so <coughs> freaking hard. But again, you find that at gyms where it's like, I don't know, you might find it at other gyms. You've been to more gyms than... You've been to more gyms than me for the reasons people would laugh at. Mm-hmm. Whereas I go for like cardio stuff. You wouldn't laugh at someone running. Well, you might laugh at someone running funny, but like, you're not going to laugh because yeah, someone's running. It's, yeah, it's just like, especially with how much you lift, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's the it people really that try. It really doesn't matter. Everyone I've spoken to about this, I was like, they're like oh, weight is everything. I feel so weak. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. No. You're your own person. Just because that geese is lifting 50 kilos, it's like dummy mm. shit. But there's, there's difference in like, People who can lift there. I find it so impressive. Calisthenics, man. Do you yeah. see what I sent you earlier? Yeah. About Arnold Fest. Pat Chards. Yeah. 
I, like this kid don't know who we are but this kid is insane I've followed him for a while shout out to Eddie Yetter who actually introduced me to him is like to follow on Instagram I started calisthenics when we done our 75 day challenge yeah. that is hard that is hard hard stuff it is next level <clears throat> we spoke to some guys who's the guy that you know who does it uh, James Moore shout him out James Moore, mate, he's a different level as well. These he, guys. He's got mates that's, oh, yeah, you should see the stuff they do. Like, they may not be able to lift heady, heavy. That don't matter. They can no. lift their body weight. No, you underestimate calisthenics, people, mate. Like, serious. Hey, I've done it before. Yeah, no, like, <coughs> literally, James Moore, he's posted a video of him doing 170 kilo deadlifts. Really? Like, three, five reps. Mad. Like, they're strong <clears throat> as fuck, mate. But that's the thing, that's built up through body weight tension. <laughs> like, body weight lifting. I find it so much more effective than like deadlifting, all the compounds. To get overall size, calisthenics, I think, personally. Think. I introduce that to my workout still. I still introduce that. For anyone listening who doesn't know what they want to do with their workouts, start with calisthenics. I cannot big it up enough. Do your pull-ups, your dips. Yeah. Do that. And if you want to do abs, do your leg raises. The best thing as well, if you literally find it too easy, add weight. Yeah. It's so it's amazing to build muscle as well. Adding weight on dips and pull-ups <clears> and stuff. I'll share the way that I had done it when I had done the 75. If I found it too easy, I'd add one rep, add one set. Add a rep, add a set. Add a rep, add a set. That's what I'd do. And it'd work. I didn't add weights at all and I still gained it. Super set. Super set. Or if you do want to build your muscle up, that's when you add... Yeah, like I was in there to tone. So I just add set, add rep. But add set, add rep, add weight. If you find it too easy and you want to build muscle, do that. Super set. Keep adding, keep adding, keep adding. Yeah. But don't... The one thing I'm bad at, I don't give my muscles rest. I just bought um, one of them massage guns we saw in uh, Selfridges. Yeah. I just bought one. I had to. I train seven days a week. Yeah. Like, sounds ridiculous. I've done that since I was like, what... Young, I only, I only just stopped training seven days a week, six five months ago when yeah. I started doing my gym. So I started to realize, because I'm lifting shit loads heavy weight. That's not me bragging. And I realized when I was doing seven, I, when I was doing seven days, I've literally stuffed every single day. I was just like, my body crumbles. One, one thing of reason why I get <coughs> reason for me is because I literally have, my bread and butter comes from work of me getting up at two forty five, three in the morning. And I could not do that. And it was fucking my job up yeah, so yeah. bad. I have to give myself a day on a Sunday where I literally stay indoors all day. And what I'm doing that day is I'm doing meditation in the morning. I wake up to meditation. I do that every morning. Fact. I do that every morning. Fact. I, mean, I think that makes your day so much better. Praise it. And stretching. I can't stress this enough. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I, no, 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 that's the thing though. Stretching, you don't understand how much your muscles will feel for the rest of the day. Because when you wake up, if you, you've done late sessions like me. Yeah, yeah. You wake up in the I next do. morning, all you feel is either sore or tight. I'm but if you stretch for like 10 much. minutes, if you stretch for like 10 minutes, it's fine. If you have a gun, like use your gun in the morning, mate. Yeah. Do you want to hit a meditation after this? Go for it. Rate it. Love that. Before my job. Oh, meditation session. has helped me so bad. There's two things I would always say professional athlete, amateur athlete, grassroots athlete, I don't care. Two things I'd always say meditate and yoga. Yoga, man, changed my life. Mm. I wish I still done yeah. it now, 
but yoga changed my life. I can move my body like I could never move my body before. Unreal. Meditation just opens the mind. It's, it's good. Another, it's th- another thing I want to say is as well, do you know what all my money goes into? Food. I One thing I invest in most is myself. Fact. One thing I Absolute invest fact. in most, my money is myself. Love that. I now, can't stress this enough. All my money goes into myself. I'm not going to lie. Mate, rate it. People, On that note, hold that there. Okay. Come back for the next podcast. I will tell you how he puts his money into himself and how you can do the same if you want to. I'm not saying you have to. I do the same sort of thing. Money into myself. There's so much to it, but Self-happiness, self-love, always believe it. Facts. Gold, gold. People think you're selfish, but just listen to next week and you'll completely understand. Trust me. This is Callum this signing is off. Travis signing off too. Next week we might have a guest. We never know. If we'll not- see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.